0: Would you say, amen? amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Holy Ghost power. Amen. amen. Most of you know I come from a Pentecostal background. Amen. They work my nerves this morning. Amen. I want to tell you. Holy Ghost power. Amen. I remember my Pentecostal church tonight. I got the baptism of the Holy Spirit, as they call it. I was at the altar, which in the old Pentecostal churches was this the mourner's rail. And my goodness, I had a sister behind me slapping me in the back, screaming, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Brother in front of me screaming, and slobbering all over me, screaming, Let go, let go, let go. And honey, when I let go, at the same time as, you know, I felt it, I got it right then and there. Amen always know what it means. What a joy to be. One more time, give all these musicians a great big hand up here. I want to thank everybody. Happy 39th anniversary. Give yourself a great big hand. To the board, everybody who volunteers here, to all of your pastors, amen. Give them a great big hand to your new pastor. Give him a great big hand. I'm thrilled to have Harry here. Amen. And I'm thrilled to death today. I had a mother who loved me. Amen. Many of you knew my mother, you met her. And uh, Edith Perry, I just love my mother because my mother loved me. Unconditionally, my mother loved me and I'm thrilled to death to have Harry's mother and father here. Mr. and Wyndham, Windham, would you stand up? Please and let everybody meet you give them a great big welcome to Resurrection MCC and last but not least amen Uh, give my interpreter right over here a great big hand we're gonna break his fingers today amen (laughs) give him a great big hand he has to preach right along with me amen I want to tell you this morning what a joy to be with all of you at the last march on Washington, Nancy and I—we were up on the stage, and uh, afterwards we sat and we talked for a little while, and then we parted company. As I'm leaving the stage area, all at once there's an entourage who's a, who appeared, and uh, it was so funny. Uh, they introduced me to this person, and uh, I got on my phone as soon as I could, and I called my partner Philip. Philip and I are celebrating in one month our 26th anniversary together, and uh, I want to bring him. Greetings from Philip this morning to you. He asked me to do that. But I called him and I said, Philip, I just met somebody and I don't know who they are. And I said, uh, I couldn't tell if it was a drag queen or a woman. Her name was Lady Gaga. (laughs) It's just, it is the truth, amen. (laughs) Amen. I always stop and I look And I think us so many times This morning though Because I know we've got to move We have another service at 3 And I don't want to drag it out this morning But I want to tell you something We've just got through Easter And I love Easter I usually for the uh, last 20 years I preached in New York City for Easter And uh, it was just incredible this year As I was there And uh, you know we thought of that story thought of the story of Jesus uh, With the two people who were crucified with him And you know How that one of them You know really sort of rebuked Jesus You know if you're the son of God Then get down off the cross and take us with you And uh, you know sometimes We get like that you know Uh, You know we want God to act like an ATM machine amen you know what I mean Right now give it to me Amen And then that other person on the other side of him said, no, no, we deserve to be here. We deserve what we've got. But this man is not guilty. And he turned to Jesus and said to him, remember me this day when you go into paradise. And Jesus said, don't worry, you'll be with me. Amen. And oh, I always stop and think of that. And later, Jesus on the cross, his famous last words, you know, when he cried and said, you know, uh, you know, Father, you know divine parent forgive them they know not what they do and he gave up the ghost, amen Was received the word of God said into heaven I've always loved the last words of people You know around Easter time Most churches do the seven last words of Christ And we have our choirs do it on Good Friday And uh, I stop and I look But I've always loved books on what famous people said The last thing they said And uh, I remember reading about Humphrey Bogart Now if you're from my generation You know who I'm talking about, amen The actor who died January the 14th, 19 His famous last words were, I should have never switched from scotch to martinis. (laughs) That was his last words. And then the writer Oscar Wilde. You know who Oscar Wilde was, everybody here, who died November the 30th, 1900. His famous last words were, either this wallpaper goes or I do. Amen. (laughs) And that was his last words. He died right then and there. I love the story of Thomas. You know, when you're a doubter, it's all right. Amen. God knows why you're doubting. Amen. You probably have enough to doubt. Amen. When you've been told God can't love you and you find a church that tells you God does love you, you can be an honest doubter sometimes. Amen. And always think of that words of Jesus when he said, you know, blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Thomas got to see Jesus in that glorified body. We don't get to. Amen. We may have visions. We may have a lot of things, but Jesus in the flesh, we won't see again until that second coming of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what resurrection is all about. When they murdered him, when they put in the tomb, put him in the tomb, they thought they had him, but he got away. Amen. Amen. On resurrection morning. And we who die in the faith, we believe with all of our hearts we're going to rise again. The dead in Christ shall rise. And we shall meet him in the air one day. Amen. Amen. And so I'm one of those people. I love the choir too because I was sitting here thinking, my Lord and MCC. Sometimes I think we're closet Pentecostals. Amen. Amen. Sometimes I think we're closet Baptists and Methodists. Amen. And sometimes even closet uh, Roman Catholics. Amen. But We see it all in our churches, and how thankful I am for that. I want to say something. Reverend Harry Knox and all of you saints of Resurrection MCC, thank you for inviting me here to be a part of this wonderful weekend and for being here with all of you. Thank you so much. When I mention calling Philip, it's because he and I, we're 24 years difference in our age, and we're celebrating our 26th anniversary. I want to let you know it can work Amen And it can work, what a joy The stories out of this congregation Last night at the dinner they showed The the video and one of the persons On there was just one of my favorite people In the big wide world Reverend Elder Jerry Ann Harvey And Jerry Ann who was your pastor Your second pastor That's right, give her a great big hand right now We know she's going home to be with the Lord But oh my goodness Jerry Ann, I met her and she'd been in Oklahoma City. Somebody had shot in the building, just narrowly missed her in that little shotgun building they were using in Oklahoma City. She became the pastor here. When she got here one day, the Ku Klux Klan showed up. And um, if you uh, didn't know this, this is your history. Amen. I like to tell churches sometimes what your histories are so you'll remember them. The Ku Klux Klan showed up at our church on Joanny Street, that old bicycle shop in my my goodness, they burned a cross right on uh, this church's lawn back then. And immediately, Jerry Ann called me and said, Something has happened to her. I said, What happened? And she said, The Ku Klux clan showed up. They burned a cross on our la- uh, lawn. Says, they put bullets in it and said, They blew up and all the neighbors came out or staring. Somebody called me. I rushed down there and all the neighbors were out looking. And I said, well, Jerry Ann, call the FBI. And she said, Troy, you don't get a lot of fingerprints off of burnt burlap. She said, I'm sorry, but it doesn't work that way. And I said, I know, but just know, you know, I'm praying for you, and I want you to know, I want you to be okay. And she said, well, Reverend Perry, it's not that that's worried me about them burning the cross. It's the telephone calls I'm getting right now. I have an unlisted phone number. And said this male voice has started calling. And I mean the evil, awful things this man has said is just, terrible and she said after he did it my partner had been picking up the phone the fourth time I picked up the phone and immediately I let him talk and then I clicked on the phone and said operator have you had enough time to trace this call and she said I hung up she said within 30 seconds that male came back on the line said don't try that with me and use the B word for a woman that they used to do years ago and says I work for the telephone company I know how it works well, she broke down crying then. I felt awful. I thought, oh, my God, somebody working for the phone company is calling her. This has happened. And for I thought old sexist me, I said, Ann, I want you to get four male members of your church. Get them over there now that can take care of you. With that she quick crying, I was met with dead silence. And then she said to me, four male members of my church? I've got four dykes here who can whip anybody. She said, don't <laughs> worry. Amen. See I love y'all for that. Amen. You Texans on both sides of this issue, y'all are still Texans. Amen. And you won't put up with it. I came back later, Jerry, and called me there were two demonstrations here, but I came back when uh, uh, Anita Bryant. Anybody remember Anita Bryant? God bless your heart. Anita Bryant, I'll tell you, I got here and we talked, Jerry, Ann and I led this demonstration. 7,000 Houstonians uh, marched with us. It was the largest march at that time in the city. And I said, but I don't want people screaming and hollering. I want us to be uh, march by the hall where she's speaking. And I said, when we do it, I said, uh, don't, I don't want any. All I want them to hear is our footprints as we walk by. I said, I want them to know we're out here, but we're not going to scream. We don't have to act like that. I said, Less, and then we'll have our demonstration afterwards. And I'm telling you, and it was eerie. I mean, here we were marching down the street. And when we marched down the street, I'm telling you... uh to me, as I looked at it And looked back on it I felt that took a lot for Texans to do that There were no big demonstrations Then down here like there was then But Houston, you won my heart My Lord As we walked down And as we did that demonstration I want to thank you too Because, you know, Houston, Texas When I came here raising money For California after we had lost Everywhere else in the country We knew if we couldn't stop it there It was not going to stop And we came here And this city gave us one of the largest amounts of money That we raised from outside of California It was Houston, Texas I've got to tell you something HBO just came and interviewed me They're doing the Anita Bryant story And uh, they interviewed me about what had transpired and happened About my going to Florida About Houston, about everything And uh, when I finished and he finished two hours later He said, well, Reverend Perry, I've got to tell you something He said, I said uh, where does she live now? And he said, Well, he said, I'll tell you this story. They said, She and her second or third husband, I can't remember what she told me, but says, uh, She, you know, they, it's very interesting. They sort of become the Bonnie and Cloud of the Midwest. I said, What do you mean? Well, they've sort of left and it's a matter of public record, leaving money unpaid where they go to. And uh, he said, But you won't believe this, Reverend Perry. And this hit it for me. He says, uh, You won't believe where, where their offices are located. And I said, Where? And they said, in Oklahoma City, over a Hooters. How the mighty in Israel have fallen. Amen, scripture tells us. I was talking to Reverend Mona earlier, and she reminded me, Jerry Ann, this church was at the first national march on Washington that we held. Thank you, church, I want to tell you this morning. You were there. I've... You know, as I stop and I look, I think the many things that have happened here 1981 at General Conference at the old Shamrock Hilton Hotel, and uh, it was another royal wedding, Charles and Diana, 30 years ago. And I invited all the elders to my room and had ordered champagne for us because Jean White, Jean White from Great Britain, our elder, Elder Jean White, she was here and we went in. And my goodness, we had our champagne. We toasted the royal couple. And when they sang God Bless the Queen, every American stood up with Jean, you know, for her national anthem. We just loved it. And uh, I stop and I think of Jean White. Jean White, who loved this city too. Jean wife uh, who came and uh, there's so many things that happened to that uh, 81 general conference that I think about but Jean who was a missionary Jean who was kidnapped she and uh, four, 12 nuns and another Protestant missionary she was a midwife her family said we're going to afford for one child to go uh, through medical school so your brother's going to do it we can't pay for you but Jean went on became a midwife and she literally delivered thousands of babies in China when she was over there and they were there all at once the Maoists uh, The Red Guard uprising took place The women were arrested And marched to Canton, China And they were put in a cell in For the first two weeks We were Protestant and Catholics But she said after two weeks She said we all became Christians And she said because Only half of us could lay down and sleep And the others would have to stand up Then we would get up and let them Lay down and sleep and we would stand up Any way to get it they went through people's trials. Jean tells the story of those women, the nuns, her, the other woman, being raped repeatedly, being starved in prison. She said if it hadn't have been for uh, Christian guards, she said we wouldn't have lived. She said they would bring in a little bit of vegetables, a little bit of fruit, slip it into us, and we'd e- eat it. These were secret disciples of Jesus Christ, like Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimatheus. But she said we lived through it. And then a man came in a very uh, uh, famous journalist heard English being spoken and said who is there and uh, uh, immediately the women cried out and he discovered they were alive the British government thought they were dead he got out of prison three months later told the British government they came down on the Chinese they marched those women back to the peace bridge between China and uh, McCall and uh, immediately when they got there she said the Chinese couldn't go out on the bridge and neither could the British and she said uh, we were determined nobody was going to be left behind one of the women nuns had collapsed the oldest one and said we wrestled her across that bridge it took us two hours but we got her to the other side only to discover she had died that close to freedom right then and there but you know something Jean thought god has done this to me she told me this because i'm a lesbian god knows my heart and i love women and this is all you know we all go through that amen this is a problem, God hates me because God knows I'm gay, God knows I'm bi, God knows I'm transgendered God knows, you know, I'm a lesbian and we get caught up in that but you know something, God still brings God's message to all of us and once we hear it, we know it's true, and she got to hear me preach a a woman friend of hers said, listen, there's a Reverend Troy Perry coming here, he says you can be gay and Christian, she said, oh my God she says, a queen playing church, she said you know, like, you know, all of us said that one time, amen and immediately, she, another woman called her and said, listen, she said, and after the second one, she said, I thought, well, maybe I ought to go. And she said, I went and I heard Troy. And we had a little group in Great Britain that had started and had just come into MCC, 12 men. Amen. That's all it that was there. 12 men. But she said uh, she would slip into the church. She would hear the preaching and she'd slip out before communion was over. She didn't want them to know who she was. After one year, God spoke to her and said, Gene, I called you. I knew who you were in your mother's womb. Amen and says, I'm calling you to be pastor of this church. Now you go, and you tell them who you are, and you start pastoring this group. And she did that. And last year, she went home to be with the Lord, pancreatic cancer, and Jean being Jean, once she found out that it was uncurable, she chose hospice care. And Jean died. Nancy preached the funeral. My partner went over. I couldn't. Philip and I, we had for our 25th anniversary, we went to China, my first visit. And I've got to tell you something, it was incredible. And I saw why she loved the Chinese people, whatever the government may be. The people of China are wonderful saints. I've got to tell you, just wonderful. Harry, this congregation is a treasure of the Universal Fellowship of Metropolitan Community Churches Worldwide, and they've elected you as their pastor, I know God is going to bless you and them as you grow together in the love of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I want you to give him a great big hand and yourselves a great big hand again. Andy Mills, I want to tell you, Andy's over somewhere. Where you at, Andy? Right, right there. I see him. Andy is one of my dearest friends, one of the first persons I met when I came to Houston. He and I had lunch yesterday at uh, Baba. Yeah, you all know it. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and he can tell you this actually happened. A young man came to our table. I mean, my gay dog gone off. A, a lovely African-American man who came to the day. He was the waiter. And we were laughing and talking, you know. And, and I know when I want to testify, a little I can. So he comes over and, and I said, oh, my goodness. I said, my partner and I were invited to the White House yes, uh, last year by President Obama for the 40th anniversary of Stonewall. I said, here's our picture together with the president. And I pulled out my iPhone like we all do today with all the baby pictures. Amen you know, our version of it and I showed it to him, he took my credit card and three minutes later he came back and said, I am so sorry, I did not know you're Reverend Troy Perry but <laughs> Andy, it was real cute when he told us that and he said, I try, he said, I tried to join, he said, the gospel ensemble, but he said, my work, I just couldn't go like I wanted to, but he said, I tried to do it, it gave me a lot of joy, he says, to go there. And he said, but work just wouldn't let me in, Reverend Perry. So I say to you, Houston Church, keep doing what you're doing. Know the resurrection is real. Know during this season that God lifts us up just as he did Jesus. And it's not over till the fat angel sings. God bless you this morning. Amen.